Welcome everyone to Games and Sports. We're talking games today. I'm Jordan. Zed. What's up? Hope everyone had a great week. Today, we're going to start out like we always do, talking about big sales in, on PS4 and then some of the good sales that we've seen lately for the Nintendo Switch. Just because now we're where we both have our Switch now, we're a little more on top of what's going on with Nintendo. <laughs> yeah, loving it so far too. So, anyways, the EA sale is still going on. We're not going to really go into that just because we went into that last week. Yeah. Same games, still Typical going games. On, same going on. So, but the big sale now this week that just started is big in Japan sale, and there's a lot of really good games going. Um, you got Sekiro, Devil May Cry 5, Jump Force, Dead by Daylight. Uh, a lot of the One Piece games, One Piece World Seeker is thirty bucks. Uh, here's your chance to get your Final Fantasy 15 Royal Edition. Oh, is it on sale this week? Is it on twenty five again? Twenty five bucks. Ooh. Yep. So definitely recommend that. I'll put it in my card and pay for it this time. Pretty much every Final Fantasy game, of course, except Final Fantasy VIII, is on sale this week. You know, Final Fantasy VII, Final Fantasy IX, Ten, Twelve, those are all on sale. And then you got Street Fighter. One of the big games that this now, if you like Kingdom Hearts, it's rare for Kingdom Hearts games to go on sale. But uh, they've got the Kingdom Hearts remix and um, Birth by Sleep 2.0. I feel like for the twenty-five re- bucks. I feel like the remix goes on sale quite a bit. It's just a new one I haven't seen on sale. Maybe once. I've seen it vice versa. At least at least that's what I paid attention really? to. Number three, I don't think has been as big as what they were hoping for because it's three of the newest one. Yeah, 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 yeah. and it, it wasn't as. If, if you've played, I think most people that have played Kingdom Hearts 3 have felt the same, that it wasn't that wasn't nearly as good and didn't live up to what the old ones were. My theory on that is still that... Five years too it's late. It's just five years too late. I mean, the, the, the generation that loved that game, and I've talked to about five different people besides you that, that have loved it as a kid, and, you know, maybe early teenager, teenager, and it's just like... But when you're 25, almost 30 years old, and the game comes out, it doesn't hold the same nostalgia. Plus, like you said, the the Disney and I, and I heard the part in it, and yeah. The story, and it was just and there, too was, there was really no story until like the last three hours. It was just weird. I heard. Well, yeah, they pushed a Disney story for about yeah, 20 Toy Story, hours. and where they have Frozen World or something. Frozen Toy Story. Yeah. Yeah, it just it just wasn't that good. But the the older ones are fantastic. Kingdom Hearts one and two were amazing. Um, and then all these other little filler Kingdom Hearts games were, they have some value in them and they're pretty good. And then the but they're not a continuing story, right? They are. Oh, they are. Yeah, it's okay. it's right. it's quite a web of confusion if you try <laughs> to follow it. Um, but it's 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 a really good series, and they're fantastic games. I still love Kingdom Hearts too. It's still one of my favorite ones. Well, you Kingdom said Hearts that the, really good. You said that you were disappointed that it didn't have certain people in the newest one, right? Yeah, yeah, you don't have final. There's no Final Fantasy. No Final Fantasy guys. That's right. That's that was. I wonder yeah, why. I mean, we've we've talked about this in a past episode where I spent we have, but a half hour talking about. Have it. they ever really come out and said why? Yes. So what? Um, what the? I forget what the guy's name is. I don't know. I'm. It's blank. And uh, Tetsuya Nomura said when he came out is that he said that originally they used Final Fantasy characters to help promote and sell the game. And he said, now the characters uh, have become so big and popular, they pretty much sell themselves. So then who are the main characters? Just Disney people? No, so- Sora is the main character. So it's a, their own made-up character. Oh, okay. All They've right. got their own characters. So, so it's, so it's it, basically, it's it's an original, it's their original character with a bunch of different Disney Yeah, so originally, they had, no. even in the first game, they had their own original characters mixed <clears> in with Donald and Goofy going to different Disney worlds, and then Final Fantasy characters along the way. Now... To me, the, the, this was a big mistake to not put Final Fantasy characters in, in the game because 
I had never played a Final Fantasy game before Kingdom Hearts, and then after having played Kingdom Hearts the first time, you know, you fight against Sephiroth and Cloud, you're like, man, those guys are kind of cool. So then I checked out Final Fantasy VII, which I loved, and I bought it twice. I bought it once for my, you know, PlayStation 1, and then, which I played on my PS2 at the time. Yeah. And then I bought it again on the PS4. I bought, let's say I bought Final Fantasy VI, VII, VIII, IX, X, XII, and XV, all because I played Kingdom Hearts. So, I mean, they could have made more... I mean, having these Kingdom Hearts or the Final Fantasy characters in Kingdom Hearts is definitely a way to make more sales for Final Fantasy. So, to me, it was a mistake that they didn't put them in. But, anyways, that's... Like I said, we've already discussed this in the past, but it's a fantastic game if you want to get it. It's 25 bucks, and it comes... And the Kingdom Hearts remix is, like, basically one, one, two, and then a bunch of the filler games... And then they have the 2.8 in another on its own other purchase that you have to do for another 25 bucks, which I also really liked. I thought that was fun. Did you play the PS4 versions of them? Yeah. Are, yeah. are they are, are they remasters or are they just? They're, they're, they've just made some Yeah, they're like HD remasters, so oh, they're okay. slightly better. The games themselves, gameplay's the same. I don't personally, you don't really notice a huge difference other than graphically, it looks a little bit better. Um, but anyways, I yeah, mean, there's definitely sure. there's definitely a lot of Resident. I mean, Capcom, obviously a Japanese company. I mean, all your Resident Evils are there, like you like you said, right. Devil May Cry. Um, there's a lot Sega of Sega uh, games, Mega Man's, tons of uh, anime games. Steins Gate was is down to twenty four bucks. That's usually sixty dollars. If you watch the anime for that, that's a really cool anime, which I definitely recommend. Um, I haven't played the game. I didn't, honestly didn't even know that they had a Steins Gate game, but it's only 60 bucks. and if you like the anime, I imagine you like the game. Persona. So, Persona 5's on sale. Street Fighter's on sale. So, anyway, there's just a ton of games with some really good prices on, and, and a lot of them are, like, AAA titles, so they're definitely worth checking out. So, anyways, what did, what did you see with the Switch coming up that you thought um, was worth so talking about? They, I mean, I... I'm just trying, really trying to learn how their sales, how their sales work. It's really interesting because I don't feel like they update it on a weekly basis like I'm used to. For the, I mean, kind of, sort of, they do, but they don't like PlayStation. So I feel like they do have their eShop sales, like their like they have they pick a featured game, right, and then they have a bunch of other stuff. And I don't know if it's on sale for just a month or if it's a couple weeks span. So how they I've, do it? What I've noticed with that is. The eShop is updated daily, so it's not necessarily like okay, here's the EA sale, everything. Okay. Else. They All do right. they do run little sales like that, like the Ubisoft sale that they have. Yeah, Ubisoft going. sale was last week, so they had the Mario and Rabbids game for twenty bucks, and like right. this week is like it's Celeste is so, like their featured game for the week or whatever. Right. So they do update the eShop, and their sales daily. run till Tuesday night, nine nine Eastern. So, yeah, it's so it's that's like that's, or yeah, nine Eastern, which is like seven our time, which and, is kind of weird. And the thing with Nintendo, as you know, you'll see, or you already know if you have Nintendo, is they do tons of sales on on pretty much all their games except the AAA titles. Your Mario's, your Zelda's, your Smash see that, that's that's what those I was are like about. Black Friday kind of sales. Yeah, I mean maybe on the eShop, yes, but like what I've noticed is you can find there like there's a lot of different like so I, I've discovered for myself. Obviously, I'm not the only person. There's a guy on Twitter called Wario sixty four. 
who basically posts. He doesn't do just post Nintendo sales. He posts sales from all platforms. He'll like whatever the new sale is. He'll pop it up on his Twitter feed, so you can follow sales that way. And that led me to Octopath Traveler. I just got it at Walmart for forty-five bucks. I mean, all your AAA titles at Walmart are, are on sale right now. And I mean, when I say on sale, it's ten dollars. Ten, it's like forty-nine and forty-eight dollars, which is you know, if you want Odyssey 15, or twenty bucks off. Yeah, it's like it's like fifteen. It's like you no, know, more like 10, 10, 10, 10 to twelve bucks off, which is I mean, you got your Zelda. All your AAA Mario games are are discounted. Um, so I'm pretty excited about that, and. I, Obviously, you know, if you if you don't like Walmart, you can go to Target, they'll price match. And then Amazon. Amazon always has sales too. Yeah. And sometimes where where you sometimes find is like Target will will have these weird digital download sales oh, for Switch yeah. games. And like most places even for PS4 don't really do sales in the digital downloads because they want you to buy the physical copy. Right. But Target from what I've been looking at does have these weird sales on digital copies sometimes. So, I mean, I'm got. I'm, I'll, I'll update us. I'll update everybody on any kind of switch deals that I see. For right, sure. right now it's Celeste. I don't really know too much about it. It's kind of more of an indie game, but it's gotten really good reviews. So, yeah. And before I was a PlayStation guy, I always bought my games on Amazon. You know, you wait a couple of days for them, but you well, always get such a better deal. It was worth it. Yeah. And then PS4, they you know they run sales so often. It's it doesn't make sense forget, to buy yeah, physical mean, games. I mean, that's why. GameStop is closing 200 stores worldwide. I mean, that 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 was announced today, too. Yeah, I did see that. And, <clears throat> you know, as much as I love going in and looking at GameStop, just going around, I never buy anything no, there. No, I, I hate just go going in there. I walk in. Just it's like around. you go in there, there's one guy at the register, and there's like 15 people on, like, depending on when you, where you, which, where you live and what time of day it is, but just my typical experience is more like on a Saturday, and there's like five people online, and one guy, and I don't know. I just don't ever buy stuff from GameStop. It's not worth it because you. Well, there's no benefit. You can, but you can buy it new either. for fifty nine ninety nine, or buy it pre owned for fifty four ninety nine. It's like really six dollar yeah. difference. That that's means nothing difference to me. Pays a difference and get a new game. Yeah, it's silly. And and the whole pre order, like I I know they really try to push those incentives for digital games, but pre ordering a game doesn't make any sense in this day and age. If you want the physical copy, it does. Like I was, in fact, I was just watching. I was reading a thread on Facebook the other day about. These guys complaining that they went in to get the Legends Edition at uh, okay, GameStop and they didn't have it. Right, special so there, or there are things. Yeah, and they like, only require five bucks down. Yeah, like special edition kind of stuff. But I'm talking about just to buy the regular game because I mean I'm, I'm not really a special edition kind of person, so I don't spend like seventy nine and eighty nine or ninety nine dollars on that stuff. But right. I mean, I know there are people who do, and I guess that makes sense because there, there really is a only copy, well of that. Right. Yeah, that, there's really only a limited amount, but like. I used to pre-order all the time, and then one day I couldn't get a pre-order on a game, and I walked into a Target. This was like ten years ago, and I was like, "Oh wow!" The they have like fifty. They have like fifty of these. Why am I? Why would I ever pre-order at GameStop? It makes no right. sense. Well, see, and I when I bought my the the last Fire Emblem game that came out on the 3DS, you know, I had I was in there and I had pre-ordered it, and there was like two other guys that come went in to buy it, and they're like, "Oh, we." We don't have any more copies, you know. You know, you got to pre-order something like that. So I imagine he just went over to Target or Walmart across the street and found it there. But it does well, it does make it. I mean, and that's what happened to me last year. If you remember, for 2K, I pre-ordered it at Best Buy. Right, I pre-ordered the Legend Edition. I drive to Best Buy to go get my game at like 10 p.m. 
with my daughter because my wife was gone. She was away, I think, visiting her parents. And, oh, our FedEx truck didn't didn't come the today. FedEx, yeah, didn't come in. And I'm like, what are you talking about? Like, I paid you my $90. Am I going to get a refund on this? Oh, yeah, sorry about that. So I had to, I went home and I just bought the digital copy because it was <laughs> – I, I, I was able to pre-order the digital copy because I had, like, five minutes to spare. But it's just, like, that's one of the main reasons why I don't go out of my way. I had to drive – 15 minutes to this Best Buy to get it, and it wasn't even there. Right. When Gabe sent me the email saying it was there, that's what pissed me off. Yeah. So in that case, sure, pre-order's fine, but if you're doing digital, no reason to. All right, so so. so back on track here. We we forgot to talk about this last week. Um, Jedi Outcast and Jedi Academy announced for Switch and PS4. PS4. Booyah! Great games, Xbox games, original Xbox games. Um, I'm positive I played Outcast. I don't think I played Academy. I, I did. I played both those. On I'm the excited Xbox to play both originally. of them. I'm, I think I'm going to get play both of them on the Switch. I don't think I'm going to go PS4 on these, just because I feel like I don't know. I just maybe the handheld will, will it'll be like cooler to play it on there because the graphics won't be so blah. I don't know because I don't think they're they're just they're just going to be ported. I don't think there's any kind of there's remasters. There's not a whole lot of upscaling to it. Yeah. No, it, it's still going to be great. I mean, Jedi Academy and Jedi Outcast were awesome games. I loved playing them back in the day, and so I was actually really excited when I heard about this coming because, like we've talked about in past podcasts, you know, Star or Disney's own Star Wars now since 2015, and we've had two Star Wars games come out. Battlefront 1 and Battlefront 2. It's like they're sitting on a gold mine and they could be launching a lot more games, but they're, they've chosen to only do like two games. So it's awesome that they're finally seeing that, you know, we want more Star Wars games. And even launching old ones is awesome. And hopefully this will be the gateway for them to see. Hopefully these games get a lot of support. So then that way they'll want to do Knights of the Old Republic. Knights of the Old Republic <laughs> updated, yes. So that's it looks the like hope with these. It looks like Outcast is, is is coming the 24th and then Jedi Knight Jedi Academy will come in early 2020. Yeah. So that that's good because it'll give us an, it gives you enough time cuz this this I feel like this this fourth quarter of games is going to be kind of crazy. It's going to be good. well even and then then you'll have a little break January to March, but Mar- March third comes around and it's uh, well m- once March are, yeah once March and April popping. heat up with Watch Dogs and Final Fantasy and um, Cyberpunk uh, Cyberpunk yeah I mean that's just gonna be spring gonna is be gonna crazy. be a huge time this fourth quarter is gonna be good spring is gonna be good there's a lot and today they made a ton of announcements but really excited to see Star Wars coming. <laughs> And then keep it on with the Star Wars theme. So yep. just some Battlefront 2 updates. So David Reuter, who is the guy who's been over FIFA forever, he has just been placed over DICE. And if you don't know, DICE is the one that has, you know, kind of headed the whole project of Battlefront 2. And they've done a fantastic job with it. But a lot of people were worried because FIFA is a game that is just riddled with microtransactions all over the place. So everyone was worried that that was going to be coming back. So, you know, DICE released a statement saying, look, he's already actually been working with us for a while now. You know, we learned our lesson at the beginning of the launch. Microtransactions are not coming back, so don't worry about it. And then something else going on with um, Star Wars Battlefront 2, the Clone Commando. We talked about it in the past podcast, but we didn't have an exact day. That guy, that is going to be released on September 25th, and then also in the September update. We're going to be getting Felucia as well, another planet on Capital Supremacy. So 
This September update is going to be huge for Battlefront, and it's going to be awesome. I can't wait to get the Clone Commando. All the updates that they've done with Battlefront have been awesome. This game has turned into a spectacular game. I already liked it from the beginning, but it's gotten when when fantastic. do you think they'll when do you think they'll do the DLC for the new movie? December or November? December. They'll probably launch it November, November right? or December. Just try to create some hype for the new movie. It's what they've done with all the movies that have come out. They did the whole solo season a couple like a week or two before solo launched. They did the whole crate and um, that whole episode eight launch right before episode eight came out of course trying to, again just trying to create some hype around it so yeah I, I wouldn't expect to see any of that till a little later but this september update is going to be awesome so if anyone's a battlefront player be excited because it's going to be huge it's going to be awesome and then stay keeping on the star wars train here we got i don't know i just saw this this little article that says star wars Star Wars publisher warning of scary scenes in the new in the Fallen Order game. Okay. I don't really know what that means. Uh, I think it's cool. I like that they're kind of putting that out there. It makes me feel like they're not going to make it very kiddish, no, which I was kind of worried about a little bit. But I don't know. So, like what they've they've said before, we've talked about this before too. They, you know, this game's supposed to be kind of like Sekiro. Yeah. So it's going to well, be kind of a darker kind type of, game yeah. with some gameplay kind of styled like Sekiro. There's a, they launched a couple months ago a full 15, 20 minute yeah. trailer to watch how gameplay it plays. The game looks awesome. I can't wait for it. It's going to be a sweet I feel game. like a lot of people are disappointed in that, but the reason why is because the, everything, like the AI and everything was kind of dumbed down. Like It wasn't really attacking you. They, they were just kind of standing there like the enemies, but... That, I think that's kind of why they came out and said no, no, no. That was oh, just that was just for project. The, yeah, for that, that was just for that that little demo, and it's just it's gonna be it's gonna be pretty hardcore. So be prepared for a harder game, which I like. Yeah, and anything Star Wars, especially game wise, makes me excited because I've loved playing Star Wars games ever since I was a kid. Yeah. I mean, I bought my Xbox originally because it had a large selection of Star Wars games. <clears throat> Knights of the Old Republic. That's the only place where you could get Star Wars games for a while. They weren't even really putting them on PlayStation at that time. It was kind of weird. Yeah. That whole GameCube, uh, PS2, Xbox era. Xbox had the the main chunk of Star Wars games. And that's where I played yeah. Outcast, Jedi Academy, Clone Wars, Battlefront 1, Battlefront 2. I mean, there was a lot. Yeah, of I played the Battlefronts on there. I played the Over Publix, and, and I played Outcast. I think I had already switched over by the time Academy came out. So I'm excited because... Even though it'll, even though it'll, the graphics are what they are. They're still fun games to play in those. And the, the thing about those games is the stories were always good. Oh, they, I yeah, mean the stories were always stories. solid, especially I mean Over Public, um, Outcast. The stories were really good, so that's what made. Too those bad, games. according to Disney, none of it's ca- canon anymore. Yeah, but, but it's right. if you think it's canon, it's canon. That's the way I look at it. If it's canon to you, it's canon. Who's Disney to tell exactly. you? Exactly. Right? What is and what isn't. <laughs> it is the biggest conglomerate out there. So pricks. Yes. Yeah, so so yeah, he's moving on. We also got Gears Five. Woo. Getting really good reviews. Eighty five on in the Metacritic score. I mean, looking really good. It's probably the the best from what I've been seeing, the best game on Xbox One this generation. And what I've been reading about it too is it's one of the smoothest flowing games in all senses. Story fighting and just the way the the game moves along at a quick pace 
but graphics, yeah, graphics compared to God of War. I mean, some people even saying maybe better than God of War. I mean, I, I have to actually get on an Xbox One. Xbox One. I can X see that just because Xbox One, one does X have a little bit better yeah. graphics than PS4. I mean, I don't know why they waited until the end of the generation cycle to put out their best game, but I mean, this is. A, I hope for their sake that they can kind of take this and steamroll it into something positive on their other first party games and and go back to being a little more on the competitive side see and that's what sucks when it's at the end of the generation i feel like it, the game doesn't get the love it deserves so like if they would have released this maybe two years earlier you know people have three four years to play it and and really enjoy it well, yeah, that's what happened with majora's mask it was at the very end of the nintendo 64 life yeah. and a lot of people just didn't even play it, and it was a masterpiece. I mean, I remember when when Gears originally Gears One and Two on Xbox 360. The of course the story mode you 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 played and you beat, but the online was what really made it fun. I mean, you were doing four on four, and then you could play horde mode, and it was just a super fun game. That's why I'm kind of like I'm really surprised that they really waited this long then to, to release it. I'm happy it got released, and I'm happy it's getting good reviews because that means that that franchise is going to keep. Keep on, keep on, you know? Keep on, keep it on. So, that's always a good thing. Um, what do you got next? So, for anyone who's bought 2K20, here, here's what... So, there's there's kind of a controversy with it. So, what I've kind heard of? and read <laughs> is if you play in single-player mode, just by yourself, nothing online. It's fantastic. It's, it's an upgrade. Yeah. It's everything. But the second you get online, it is super buggy. You know, you're, people aren't leveling up. They're not getting the badges. Nope. They're not... Receiving the credit. They're not receiving anything. It's just showing them blank screens, and they don't even know if they're if what they're doing is is upgrading them at all or giving them any point fan fans or whatever whatever their point system is this year. And a lot of people really dedicate a ton of time to their my player and all that. So this is a big deal. Like two K, I'm I'm sure they're on it, and that's going to be fixed fairly yeah, they quick. Said they're, they're, they said they're going to put a patch out for it, but the thing is like. You shouldn't patch a game that just came out three days ago. It should be ready to go. I don't have it, but I bet you since the game's come out, it's probably been patched twice at least, maybe three times. And this will probably be the third or fourth patch. I I, I can verify that, but I bet you it's going to be about the third or fourth patch. But what bugs me is, you know, they they do have a really good following. Obviously, we know we, you know we love the games. We know there's a lot of YouTubers and Twitch guys who love the games, but. Like, those guys are pretty dedicated, and when those guys are just like, I don't even know what's going on. This game is so glitchy. Bad it's news. horrible. I don't even really like playing it. It's not fun. That's bad. Because if you lose those guys promoting your game, what do you have? Uh, I, you're you're going to lose a lot of people buying it. See, and, and I'm, I'll end up getting 2K, but this year I just haven't even been excited for it, really. So no. I'm waiting for Black Friday. i got to keep my collection going. I've had every 2K since. So I got back into 2K and 2K15. So I've got, you know, five years. I'm going to keep the collection going. And I love the game, but just for some reason, I just haven't been excited about it. I haven't heard anything But does it make you these, these bugs and stuff. Make, does it make you happy that you waited? It kind of makes me happy oh, I waited. Oh, for sure. I mean, especially, I mean, I, I think when in our conversations, I've said that I really wasn't going to go too crazy on the actual my player side, even though... The, you always the, do. You know, well, no, besides that, the review that I read is like, Playing the my player on your own is like the best my player experience in the past four years, and it's just like just when once you get online is where it just dies. It's so, too much of a burnout for me to do the my player. Well, yeah, and, you, and you, much, can, you can buy yourself to eighty. You can buy yourself to eighty five, and then you grind. Supposedly, you can you can get to ninety nine in about forty hours. Yeah, I, 
I have to see it to believe it. That's I, I feel like I put like 140 hours last year, and, and I only got, got to like 92. 90, no, I think I had 94. 94? Okay. Yeah, it's... Don't tell me short. It's too... <laughs> yeah, it's too much. Too much of a grind for me. Uh, there's very few games I've grinded that much, and 2K is just too much of a repeat of everything that I do. I mainly yeah. just play quick games or get online and play some somebody online. Every now and then I'll play someone who's really, really good and destroys me, but most of the time... You know, they're either good games or I get to Well, I was stuff. excited because I was like, okay, I'm going to go back to my to my league or, or my GM because that's I kind of bounce back and forth from there. But I'm just like, eh. No improvements this year on that either. Mm-hmm. Uh, at least from what I've read, nobody's really super excited about it. No, nothing so. good about it. I haven't heard like, wow, they've really re- re- redone my career, redone my league. It's just the same. So and, that, and that's why I've... Didn't, haven't bought Madden in three years, so yeah. There's only so much you can do, which we've we've talked about that in the past. Yeah. Um. So anyway, moving on. There has been some other announcements. If you remember a couple weeks ago on our last on podcast, maybe two or three weeks ago, we talked about Dragon Ball Z Kakarot. So I'm not going to go too much in details on that, other than they finally got the release date for it for January 16th, which is awesome because that'll give us something to play while we wait for Final Fantasy 17 or anything else. And I think this is going to be a cool game. It, I'm really excited for it, and I'm, like I said, I'm not going to go into too many in details on it, but it just basically follows Dragon Ball Z, the the series, and and you level up your character the same Goku leveled up in the original series. So it's going to be awesome, especially if you're a Dragon Ball Z fan. I've played a lot of Dragon Ball Z games. I've always really liked them, so definitely something to look forward to. Nice. And then we got the new Link Awakening trailer that released today. Looks really good, about four... About four and a half minute trailer. Um, game looks smooth. I, I love that it's a remaster. I guess you can call it a remaster, but it's basically oh, totally. it's a brand new game. It looks to me, and I love that they they kept it in the old school way, and it just looks like it looks like it's going to be a really fun game. Well, like you say, it looks like a brand new game, but they're still leaving. It still looks like it's going to give you that nostalgic feeling of having played what you originally played. And in this trailer, you see some some things that they did. With the with the old one, like Dampy is gonna be back from like from Ocarina of Time. I don't remember seeing him in Link's Awakening or the DX version, which I played both. In fact, I actually just played the original Link's Awakening maybe a year or two ago. Had it on my phone, went all the way through it, and uh, man, it was it's it's a great game. And and they've also updated a few things. So like on the original, you were in your menu a lot because you could only. On a Game Boy, you only had A and B. Those were yeah. the only buttons you had, so mm-hmm. you could only put an item in A or B. So you all, you're always switching through. Now that it's being on the Switch, there's going to be more buttons, so you're always going to have Rock's Feather equipped. You're always going to be able to have the Pegasus Boots equipped, and you're just going to have to hold the button to do it. And then your shield is always going to be equipped. You're going to have your sword all, at all times, and so you're actually going to be able to use the menu less, which is awesome because you did spend a lot of time switching weapons, because you'd go into some rooms and some dungeons and be like, okay, now I need the, like, I can't, I forget the name, what it is, the, the gauntlet thing, the bracelet to pick up the pots, and then you have to jump over something, so you're, and you have to kill something, so you got to have your sword, and it was just, you're just constantly switching out weapons, and in this one, you're not going to be having to do that. Okay. And on top of that, kind of gives you that new updated feel, while at the same time leaving that nostalgic feeling. I'm really excited for it. Me and my, my six-year-old's really excited for it, too. I think it's probably still a little too hard for him, but it'll be fun to go through with him and help him out on it. Okay, so help me out with something here. So last week we, we kind of talked about Zelda, and uh-huh. I told you that 
<clears throat> to give it a fair shake, I should go back and, being that the NES and the SNES has been released on the Switch, and play some of those versions of those games before I play Breath of the Wild. Here's my problem. I went back to the first one on Nintendo, and I realized why I never beat the first one. The first one I never liked I that just, much either. I, I just didn't... Okay. There's, there's a special version and the regular version. I just I want to do the regular version, but the game just makes no sense to me. Yeah, I just don't know where to go. I don't know what I'm supposed to do. The enemies are like crazy overwhelming for what weapon I have. What's the best one to start from? Okay, so for me... That's I, available on either the NES on Switch or the SNES on Switch. Okay, so... Do you want me to pull up which ones they have on there? No, I know, I know they got... Oh, you know which ones? Okay. Well, just from what we looked at last week, the Venture right. Link... Which is a good one, but that's probably, once you're a little more into it, that's a pretty easy one. But it doesn't really follow the Zelda story like the others do. Probably one of the best ones I started out with Ocarina. Well, okay, let's go back a little bit. My very first Zelda game was Link's Awakening on my Game Boy. The old, fat, thick Game Boy. That was my yeah. first Zelda. And I liked it, but it... Four AA batteries. I, yeah, I wasn't crazy about it at the time. I was just a kid, and it was a little harder. I was maybe eight or nine years old when I got that. And... Uh, so Ocarina of Time was from the Nintendo 64 was the one that really got me into Zelda. After I played that, I went back and played the Super Nintendo. I mean, I played every single Zelda. So should I just friends. start from the one that's on Super Nintendo? I would say that's a good one to start okay. with because 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 I, I I went and I started it and, I'm, and I was just like, well, let me talk to him first because got, because I don't know if I want to start there. Maybe I should go to number Zelda like uh, number two that's on Nintendo and play that one first, but. I, I, I kind of feel like the Super Nintendo one would probably be one that would hold my attention because the first one, I'm not going to lie, I just I wasn't a fan of it. So, so the, I've never really been a fan of the first one, so you're you're not on. But okay. the only hard part about this, and, and you know, I've, one, of this, one of the guys I watch stream every now and then, his name's Birdbrain on Twitch. He's a great streamer, check him out. But um, I remember him saying he went back and tried Chrono Trigger because he had never played it before, and he just thought it sucked. And so the hard part with this is if you haven't played these games in the past and you don't have that nostalgia feeling, sometimes it's hard to get into the game. Yeah, I, I can see that. So that could happen, but Cause, cause honestly, it's a me, good like, game. Because for me, Chrono Trigger is the opposite. I, I, play, I bought it on my Vita, so I can play it on my Vita because I played it on, on Super Nintendo on PlayStation 1, and it was just like, oh, this is so awesome. So. Yeah, he honestly, Bird was the first guy that I've heard say he didn't like Chrono Trigger. He just yeah. said, I didn't play it back in the day. Tried doing it now and it just sucked, is what he said. And I never played Chrono Trigger. Which either. I mean, and, and that happens too because sometimes it, it's hard to go back to those games because games have evolved so much over these past, you know, geez, Chrono Trigger was PS One, so yeah, over the past graphics, like twenty years, so yeah, gaming graphics now are almost mind blowing with how good yeah. they are. So. I mean, even like when you look at Octopath Traveler, which is a based on a sixteen bit Super Nintendo game, but on, an, on, on the Unreal Engine, it's just like the colors are so just pop and. It's just Vibrant so awesome. cool, yeah. So, yeah. All right. So then, that's where I'm going to start. Then I'm going to go back and I'm going to do that, and I'm, I'm going to make sure I beat that, be beat the Super Nintendo one before I go to Breath of the Wild. I would say even beat that, beat Ocarina of Time, which I know I gave you before, but you just weren't into. It, that's just because I'm not a huge handheld guy. Like it's hard for me to sit down and just play a handheld system. Well, I wonder yeah. if they'll have that on the e uh, shop. Uh, Wouldn't surprise me if they launch it. I know it was on the Wii U Wii. Shop, but I don't know what if system was it on. The and the Ocarina of Time was an N sixty four, but you could buy it on the Wii on the eShop for the Wii and the Wii U. Oh, okay, so then it'll, it'll be on there the eventually. No, it's not. I don't think it's on there yet. But Majora's Mask and Ocarina of Time are my two favorite Zeldas. Okay. Twilight 
Twilight Princess is really good. That's the Wii one, right? Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, it was a re- GameCube, and then Wii, and then they did a Wii U remaster of it. Nintendo loves to beat dead horses with sticks. And then um, what else was it? there? Was Twilight Princess, Skyward Sword? I wasn't a huge fan of, but honestly, if you played Skyward Sword, you, you could kind of see that that was kind of the direction Zelda was heading from Breath of the Wild, because there are some similarities. That's when they introduced that stupid stamina bar. It was a Skyward Sword, and then now implicated it in Breath of the Wild. I just I just had, I just could not get into Breath of the Wild. It just was not like a Zelda game to me. And I know I know everyone thinks I'm an idiot for saying these things, but I don't care. <laughs> That's my opinion, though, that I can't, I can't take Breath of the Wild. It just was not fun to me. Okay. And, and that's fair. I mean, there's games that people just... It's not, it's not for them. I mean, that's that's understandable. So we got Neo 2. They dropped a little trailer on that, that it's going to be released 20, early, early 2020. 2020 yeah. You know, that's that's one of those Souls-type Souls games that's really unforgiving. I almost bought it when it was the first one, when it was on sale. And then I watched a bunch of videos on it, and I'm like, yeah, nah, I'm good. Yeah. So, so if you do like Neo, number yeah. two's coming out soon. Now, one of the big things that was released recently was they did a brand new trailer for Final Fantasy 7 yep. which looks fantastic Mark Hamill oh yeah it um, released new images of the Turks Tifa Aerith Barrett Don Corneo which is awesome because yeah. that that whole part everyone speculated is this going to be in Final Fantasy 7 the whole part where you dress Cloud up like a girl and try to get Don Corneo to yep. pick him for the date mm-hmm. it's going to be there so that's awesome there, I remember oh, and it's, up, it's, up, it's up for a pre-order for forty nine ninety five. Final Fantasy VII? Yeah. Ooh, that's kind of tempting. I know. Uh, and it also On showed uh, some of the summons. like showed Shiva and... It's Hold on. Just just, even though I just ragged on pre-ordering games for like 10 minutes, <laughs> pre-ordering a game on Amazon is smart because you can usually get it for like $10 cheaper. No, so I actually have heard people say... They pre-ordered it on Amazon. Like, so, for example, like Kingdom Hearts 3, where they just say pre-order now, and then it goes on and on and on and on, and never comes. So the guy forgot, like, three, he pre-ordered it three years before. And then when it came out, he went out and got it. Next thing you know, his copy in Amazon came in the mail, too. So he ended up buying well, it twice. Well, yeah, because that's because they don't charge you until it, until it, until it ships. Oh. So that's how they get you. Yeah, I, I'll probably just get Final Fantasy VII digital. I'm Again, like we talked about, I'm not huge on the physical copies but honestly if you're a final fantasy fan you probably already seen this trailer but it's going to be a fantastic game i i just have a good feeling about it yeah 49.95 so check out that check out that new trailer also square you know continuing on with square enix i guess they actually announced today as well that they are doing a remaster of star ocean from the 2007 psp and it's the original Star Ocean, so they're going to be releasing that in December, and that'll be on the PS4. Is that an it's RPG? Gonna, yeah, it's going to be twenty-one bucks. Kind of your classic anime type okay. game. It should. I've always heard really good things about it, and I've always like been tempted to buy it, but I haven't actually pulled the trigger on it yet. But every time I see it go on sale, I think about grabbing it. So why? I've been why in. though? Why? Why not Chrono Trigger? I don't get it. What are they waiting for? I don't know. Can maybe it's so everyone asks the same question about Final Fantasy VII forever. Yeah, but I don't need a full real redo, reover, everything like they're doing Final Fantasy VII. Just Final Fantasy VII. Just give me a 
give me like a remaster or, or kind whatever. Of like they did with Final Fantasy VIII. Yeah, give me something like that. I mean, that was more of a surprise because no one was really expecting eight for a while. But well, everybody wanted it, so I actually yeah. heard what. So I watched a video about this the other day, and, and the guy was explaining the way, the reason why Final Fantasy VIII took so long to get a release. Oh yeah, because they, back then, they lost the code. Yeah, they lost the code. They didn't yeah. keep track of it. They just deleted it, and so they almost had to rebuild it from scratch. They lost the code, and then they had to actually use the PS, the PC code. And go back, and then the soundtrack for the PC wasn't the right one. So they, so they have, they did find the proper soundtrack, and and, and they brought back yeah. original creators that helped do the graphics, helped do the music, all this stuff to help. Re- so I mean, it was a lot of work for them to bring back Final Fantasy VIII, and from from all the gameplay that I've watched on it, it's definitely an upgrade from what it used to look like. And back then on the PS One, I mean, that game was phenomenal as far as graphics. And unfortunately, it was following Final Fantasy VII, which is a tough gig to follow because Final Fantasy VII was fantastic, and uh, Final Fantasy VIII was really good too. But there was just it was just a lot of work to finally get this out. I'm glad they got it out. I'm still in the dilemma of whether on which system to buy it for, whether I do the Switch or the or the PS4. I'm still leaning towards the PS4. You gotta go PS4 though for trophies and a theme. Yeah. Those are my those are my reasonings behind that. And then, I mean, just for me, just been my impressions of the Switch. You know, I've had it for a little bit now. Been probably about six or probably six to eight hours deep into Mario Odyssey. Great game. I just finished um, the basically like the New York City. Okay. Yeah. New York City, basically. Um, I think they call it Kong City. I've got all got all the all the uh, moons there. And it's just I'm just having a blast with the game, man. It's just crazy. I, I it's like a good game. I really like the the little things they've done with the with the hat where you can be the enemies and you know, pretty cool. And I, I like that you can kinda of pick your path too between the two two places you want to go. That's pretty cool. So I really like that. You know, I got Mario Kart more for my daughter and same thing as on the Wii U. Me and my six year old have had a very very strenuous argument about whether it's the same game or not. It's the exact same game. The Wii U and the and the Switch version is the same game. See, for us, we never we we, we never had it, so we we're loving it. Like we're, we've been going crazy with you know all like my my other daughters and you know just taking turns playing four people, and it's been a lot of fun. We've we've had it's been very competitive. And then like I said, Octopath Traveler, I played the demo, loved it. But she told me about the demo, so I figured I'd download it too, and I. I liked it too. I haven't bought the game yet, but I. It's a, I did it's enjoy a three hour it. demo. Um, you know, you can go past three hours, but it only will save your save all your stuff for three hours. And you and there's a lot of areas that are cut off in the yeah. demo that it says you can't get past this point. But you can you would, if you do it the right way, you can get three <clears throat> characters and do their little epilogue stories. To to, try, to kind of learn about why they need help and why they're going to go into a group. I just I just really like the I really like it. It really actually reminds me of Chrono, Chrono Trigger, Trigger and reminds me of the, that era of 16-bit game RPG, old school. I like that you can you can press the uh, right trigger and and you can get some up to four hits depending yep, on the turn. Yeah, that is awesome. I like the I like that you can break their <clears throat> you can break the enemy's attack. So there's a lot of a lot of strategy to it and it's a fast pace as well. And then this game, I've, uh, Fire Emblem Three Kingdoms, I've actually been watching a lot of videos and, and kind of reading a little bit about because it's a strategy game. And I used to, back in the day, I'm going to go super far back here, 
I think it was PlayStation One, Romancing of the Kingdoms, um, Dynasty yeah, Warriors. Yeah, kind of that in the past. <laughs> kind of, I, I loved those games as a kid, and then I kind of just veered away from those kind of games for whatever reason. I think just because I got more into sports and more into maybe RPGs, because I, I wasn't really into like shooters back then. But I don't know. Like this game has kind of really been like caught my attention and it has my eye like i'm really interested and i'm, I'm almost ready to pull the trigger on it i would say so pull I, the trigger. I, well i just want you to sell me on it a little bit because i'm still not 100 percent sure i mean this one is i mean I, this is a big investment like from what 60 i 60 bucks well no no not the money i'm talking about time oh okay <laughs> <laughs> my the 60 dollars is whatever i don't care about that more i'm more about the time because i mean i'm it's I, well worth it, it I'm, I'm looking at like 80 like i think that what i the one guy said like 80 hours per kingdom Maybe more? That seems a little excessive. So I haven't played this Fire Emblem yet, but I uh, have played pretty much every Fire Emblem game that has been released in English. And there's I've a DLC even, that just came out, too. Yeah, I've even tried downloading some of the ROMs back in the... You know, a couple of years ago, I tried downloading some of the Japanese ROMs, but my Japanese isn't good enough to get me through the game. Well, like, so I, I like that the game gives you, mo- like, options. There's... There's a, an easy mode which I wouldn't do, and then there's a normal. Do well, no, there's, there's, like there's a normal, and then there's a hard. Hard is for those like the way it's it used to be played. Normal is more of like the easy mode, and then there's a casual or hardcore, which is your character dies, if they die, if they if if they okay, die, so you can should, bring them back. You should have the option regardless yeah. of what mode you're playing on. Right. If, and if you play where your character dies and they come back, I'm going to choke you because that is taboo. <laughs> you don't play that way with Fire Emblem. Okay. Forever. It's if your character dies, he's gone. He does not come back in the story. And you miss out on story and you miss out on other characters because sometimes you'll be fighting in, a, in an army and at the beginning of the battle, there'll be one character that has like, a special moment of dialogue and that's your cue knowing that guy can be converted to your army but you have to have the right character to talk him into joining your army in the middle of the battle so so what i've what i've seen about this game is you're basically like the head of a church mm-hmm. and the church is you pick which kingdom and the then then you as the church are kind of like training people i don't know i think they call it a church maybe i'm if i'm wrong i apologize and then you're like a teacher and then you're you're teaching these kids how to fight and then that's kind of how that I guess it starts. And then you can you kind of like you pick and choose what you like. I guess I guess it's kind of like you um, kind of like what you pick is where the direction of the story goes, which I like. Yeah. See, I haven't studied a whole lot on this one. I know I'm going to get it anyways because I love Fire Emblem games. And like I said, I've said in past podcasts, the first time I played a Fire Emblem, I went to GameStop on a Friday night when I was like 17, saw Path of Radiance, which is my favorite one. And said, eh, it looks pretty cool. Took it home, played the first part, and was like, okay, different than I thought, but it was cool. And then as I continued on, the, the story was phenomenal, and then the gameplay gets super addicting. And it's it's like an advanced version of chess, you know, like characters can only move so far. There's, yeah. There's the triangle of, you know, what weapon is strong against another, what magic is strong against another. And each guy has their own levels as well, which... Each guy levels up. So it's very can, deep. And then they can change class, and sometimes you can yeah. pick a different class depending on what they have. I've really enjoyed every Fire Emblem game I've played, and I know I'll end up getting this one. Um, when I get it, I don't know, but we're definitely gonna. I'm definitely gonna get it. I love Fire Emblem. It's. I wouldn't hesitate at all to to buy it. And even well, I mean, the fact, about the time. Yeah, well, the it. fact that I just got Octopath Traveler, I really want to give that game its its full justice. I'm like four, just about four and a half hours in. I, I know I'll beat Mario Odyssey probably like over the weekend. 
I'll, I'll just bang that out probably quick on a, on either tomorrow or Saturday. And and then I'll just kind of put all my eggs in an Octopath and try to and give that game its due. And then after that is probably when I'll go I'll go Fire Emblem because so, because I, I want to be able to give that game some like when I'm not distracted or wanting to play something else so I can really give it its its due. And plus, obviously, I got to get the Legend of Zelda or the the SNES Zelda game in, in there, throw that in there, and kind of start. Okay, that so well. my only worry for you going from Octopath directly to Fire Emblem is. So Octopath is kind of a slow-paced game. No, I know. I've, like, I've, as far I've, as story goes, because yeah. there's a lot of dialogue and all that. And yeah. Fire Emblem is the same way. There's a lot of dialogue and a lot of good story. And the gameplay is more methodical. you got to think a little bit about yeah, it. Like, so it's it's like, yeah, like it reminds me of like a, like Final Fantasy Tactics in a way as well. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, actually, that's probably one of the best comparisons to, to yeah. Fire Emblem. So maybe that's a lot of slow game, and you might get burned out. Well, but again, I still, I still have I, to. I still have to beat Detroit too. So, I mean, I'll, I'll probably finish Detroit out in between that. Follows that same slow, more dialogue. dialogue. Yeah, I don't know. That's just what I'm into right now. I just, I think I've gone so crazy with like the Spider Mans and Assassin's Creeds that it's nice. It's, to, slow it's down nice to just bit. slow down and kind of just read the dialogue and kind of get Enjoy into a story, story as opposed to you know fight, 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 fight. I don't know. So I. At least, so the past Fire Emblem games have had really good storylines. I, I mean, mean it, it's, it's got, bro, it's got like killer reviews across the board. So oh, it's Fire Emblem. I mean, yeah. I know that it's gonna, I know that I'm gonna enjoy it. It's just a matter of, and, and you it know might take funny? me a minute to get into it. It's funny because so when Fire Emblem launched on the 3DS, the first Fire Emblem on 3DS, they said if this does not do well, we will not be launching any more Fire Emblem games. This Fire Emblem dies with this game if it doesn't do well. And it, and it was a huge hit on the 3DS. So they're like, so luckily they just, they kept launching more and more. And I think they're fantastic games. And there's and there's a lot that can go on with it. I know in the newer ones they've integrated some sort of so like you can build a relationship with certain characters. And when you're together with them on the battlefield, you you know you get little little bonuses. Now I don't yeah, know if I don't that, know how that was this an, one. that was it. That was one of the things that the guy in the video said that. Like you, if you, the more time you spend with your students and you like go to lunch with them, the 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 you can better perks they get and your relationship improves with them. Yes. Once you get to that S style relationship, that's like a married relationship. I don't know how it is on this one, but I know on some of the Game Boy ones you could actually do same sex marriages on it for those that are interested in that. But the game okay, itself. So, is so I was wrong. I apologize. So it's so depending on the. This is just. This is actually from the Daily News, which is a New York newspaper. <laughs> Depending on the pace of play, there could be more than 100 hours of game locked in three houses. So, okay, so maybe what I was thinking is 100 total hours. Is, and I, but you're looking at it's Metacritic play based on 96 critic reviews, 89, based on 1500, over 1,500 users, 8.7. I mean, the no, game is... No, it's a fantastic yeah. game. Fire Emblem is is really good, and you can plus like for some reason I'm I'm like I'm on like a JRP like a Japanese RPG ish type style games right now, so that's why I'm that's, I don't know that's why I feel like the game's really caught my eye. Um, you won't regret getting it. I will say that it's I love Fire Emblem. They're so such good games. Another thing I, I think I I'll, I'll try to start doing every week is sneaky good indie Switch games. Um, I kind of found two that have been released this year. One is called Katana Zero, 83 Metacritic, 
but from the from the reviewers and 8.7 from the user it's basically like a side-scrolling kind of hacker game i don't really know the best way to explain it but it's it's got really good reviews across the board and another one is called my friend pedro it's kind of like one of those weird vote for pedro yeah vote for pedro it's kind of one of those <laughs> weird games where um you can approach each different situation and then like you're it's it's basically like your guy can like fly in the air and you're just trying to show off and like sh- like shoot people from all different and just get a higher rank score by by doing crazier stunts of killing these different guys. And that one's a 78 Metacritic and an 8.1 on the user. So I think it's like 20 bucks and 15 bucks. They're not expensive. Um, the one thing I, I did figure out is I, I'm going to have to buy a memory card for my Switch. You know, I'm probably going to get a... I'll just delete games. It's not like you ever go back to them. Yeah, I know. And Switch games really aren't that big. So, I'm, I, But I don't know. Just if I want to start downloading a couple digital here and there. But I'll probably just go with a 64 gig one. You can get it for like 24 bucks. Sure. So, what else you got? Anything? So, yeah, I think probably this last thing, we'll save some. We've, we actually got a lot of stuff to talk about today, but we may save some of this for next week. Um, the last thing that I wanted to talk about was One Piece Pirate Warriors 4 was just shown at the Tokyo Game Show today. Um, Bandai and Namco, they revealed they're doing, they, they revealed the new trailer for Pirate Warriors 4. It's going to take place in the, in the Wano arc of One Piece, and I was really excited about this because Pirate Warriors 3 was my first Platinum, it was the first game I Platinumed, and I loved it, and I loved One Piece, so they've done two, maybe three other One Piece games since Pirate Warriors 3, and they weren't nearly as good, they were not even close to as good, so Pirate Warriors 4 is going to be awesome, I'm really excited about it, and can't wait to see it come out, and that'll be, I believe, early next year, early 2020 is when they were saying that should be coming out. So nice. the trailer's about 90 seconds long. So if you're interested to see what it is, you know, take a look at it. I can't wait. I'm definitely going to get it. I, I end up, I may end up waiting until it goes on sale, you know, during the golden sale or whatever, when they have all the anime games on sale, and get it for 15 bucks like I did. I mean, I even bought the DLC for Pirate Warriors 3. Nice. And I don't always buy DLC just when I've really enjoyed a game. So... Definitely one to look forward to if you like anime type, anime games and if you like One Piece because it takes you through the whole One Piece series, you know, in in just a couple hours instead of making you watch, you know, thou- almost a thousand episodes because One Piece I think has it's it's getting close to about a thousand episodes. I think it's eight hundred and something, but it's it's getting up there. So wow. quicker way to get through the series. <laughs> nice. All right, everybody, that that's our show for today. Thanks for listening. Check us out on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Twitch. We're on ever so often. Um, I think that's all I got. What do you got? Anything yeah, else? That's it. Give us a f- follow us, like us, review us. Yeah, give us a five star. Keep review. downloading, really please. Appreciate it. Thanks, guys.